Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast, Secret Stories from the Underground. I am your host, Danny Whitman. I hope you're having a great day. Today it's a rant episode, which means uh, it's Monday. I hope you're having a great Monday. Hopefully it uh, went by fast if you had to work, whatever. Uh, Thank you for checking out the podcast. I appreciate it. Before we get into today's episode... I must remind you that this show is brought to you by by my friends at Nothing Productive Entertainment. Uh, check them out online. Um, and also, my band D&D, uh, we are hosting an online event on March 13th. Uh, it's coming up soon. Go to our band page, uh, D&D Music on Facebook. That's where we will be live from. Oh my god, I can't talk today. Um... Go on there. It doesn't cost any money. Completely free live show for you all. March 13th, um, I believe, uh, 6 o'clock here in uh, Nebraska. So, you know, times may vary, but, uh, you know, we're here in in the Midwest. Uh, What else do I got? Nothing. I don't have anything else. So I believe that we can start the episode. But before we start today, Jesus Christ, it's going to be a rough one. I can tell you that. I I can't speak today. I might need to take a pause, go smoke a bowl, and get my fucking mind right. Um, What was I going to say? Oh my God. Drew a blank. Thank God today is a rant uh, episode and I'm not doing an interview. I feel bad for anybody that uh, would have to sit down and do an interview with me today. Ah, fuck it. Let's start the show. It's brought to you by Nothing Productive. Oh, yeah. No, before we get into it, now I remember. Now I remember. Now I bring it back. We're going to hear that uh, sweet-ass Anchor FM uh, advertisement that I did. Yeah, that's right. It's sweet. Check it out. And then we'll get into the episode. It is Secret Stories from the Underground. Uh, Let's do it. All right. And we are here. How is everybody doing? I hope well. I hope you are staying safe and uh, all that good jazz. So today we are going to talk about... um, the, the two ladies that were busted trying to get the COVID vaccine, you know, not, not cool, not cool, but here's my opinion. It's going to be a little unpopular. I'm sure with some people, I'm sure there's going to be people that are listening to this that are like, Oh, you're a fucking asshole, scumbag, piece of shit. Whatever you want to call me, I own up to it. Um, I feel bad because there is a large amount of people in this country that would love to have the vaccination. They look at it as a way of getting their life back and being able to go back out and somewhat live life as close to normal as we are going to be able to get it. You have other people that are terribly afraid of the vaccination, don't want anything to do with it. And you know what? That's fine. At this point, as long as you don't stand in the way of other people getting it, you know, we've seen a couple of places, I believe, in California and maybe Texas, you know, these these people going and, and breaking up these COVID-19 uh, vaccination places and, 
you know, them having to send people home, they're not getting their vaccines and everything. Don't be one of them fucking D-bags. If you don't want to get the vaccination, that's fine. You know, you're an American, you have rights. Um, even though I believe it's, it's stupid, uh, your fear of it is dumb. Oh my God, sorry guys, I thought I had... Sorry, hey. You know, I think I have everything set up being professional, and then I always forget to check one box. Um, so anyway, you know, as long as you're not, you're not one of them assholes that are out trying to stop people who want this from getting it, you can have your opinion on it. You can, you know, you cannot get it. I can't make anybody do it, but you know what, me and myself, I'm one of them people that look at this as once I get this, I can get back to to doing my, my job. I can get back to doing things that I love to do. You know, I can go back out and book dates again and get back out on the road and get my fucking life back. And there's so many people that just want to get their life back. And if it, if it comes down to getting the shot, they'll get it. They don't give a shit. So you have a, a system now where... Our government has said they're only going to vaccinate people of a certain age. And, you know, of, of course, the people that work in hospitals, doctors, um, all them frontline workers that are within the medical field, they should definitely be the first people to get it. I'm not complaining at all about them people getting it because they, they deserve it. They most definitely should have been the first people to get it after everything that they have been through and have seen through the COVID-19, uh, you know, outbreak, they definitely deserve to be the first people that are vaccinated. Now I can't speak for every state because I don't know how it works. You know, I know that some states are, they have it way more available than others. You know, I know here in Nebraska, I think they're only doing like 60 or, or 70 something and above certain health groups. You know, if you, your caretaker, you can get it but if you're a younger person and you're working out on the front line and you know you're you're just one of them people that want to get it for the peace of mind to know that while you're at work your odds of getting it and chances of everything are knocked down but you can't get that because right now we're like you know I live they're vaccinating people in nursing homes and I'm not saying that the people in a nursing home shouldn't get it. You know what? I believe that nurses should get it. The people that are coming in and working with these people should be vaccinated. But should we go and vaccinate the, the people that are in nursing homes right now? No. I don't believe that. I believe that this should be in the working community. And now, before you get all fucking angry, hear me out. My belief on this in the way that I think, and keep in mind, I'm not a doctor, and it's your shit, not a scientist, but, um, you vaccinate the working community, and you take away the age restriction, that's a higher percentage of the population that has been vaccinated, and between vaccinations and herd immunity, whatever it is that you want to believe in, um, this should knock down what we're seeing with the numbers. And it should overall protect the people that are in nursing homes still. 
But when you're vaccinating people that aren't a part of the workforce that are, you know, I hate to say it, heaven forbid, might not be with us much longer to begin with, and you start there, that's going to cause panic amongst the younger people. We're going to we're going to feel like maybe we were a little bit forgotten about. And I think that that's what it comes down to with these two young girls. I don't believe that uh, they were fucking trying to go out of their way to kill somebody's grandma or, you know, make sure that somebody's grandma didn't get their goddamn vaccine. I think it was more of a thing about, hey, you know, we don't trust the government. And here's the thing. Why should you trust the government at this point? You know, I don't blame anybody, you know, unless you're one of them QAnon fuckers that will buy into just complete bullshit. But I don't believe, I don't blame anybody for saying, Hey, I can't, I don't trust the government right now. After this COVID shit, I have a hard time trusting the government, Democrat, Republican, anybody. I question fucking everything now because you know what? One day our lives were normal. And then, you know, the next, everything gets shut down. And then for the next year, we get to sort through lies, bullshit and everything else. Uh, to try to figure out where we where we stand on this, you know, and, and ah, fucking a, I don't know. I today I wish I had a co-host with me to actually talk about this issue, um, because you know what these what these girls did was completely you know not right. It, you know, I I don't know if I would say immoral because. Um, we're in the middle of a pandemic. People are fucking afraid. I, I'll maybe chalk this up to the, they didn't use their best judgment. But I don't think this makes them bad people. I don't think, you know, uh, not a good decision from, you know, what I've seen in the video. It looks like they, they might not be able to get their second vaccine. And I would say at this point, you know, I... Give them their second vaccine. Why not just vaccinate them? And, and you know, give them a fine. I'm sure the fine that you're going to give them is a, a fuck ton of money. So, you know what? Fine them. But don't not give them their second vaccine because of this. That's a waste of two vaccines. These are, these are uh, precious to people. Don't go and fucking waste them. You know, give these girls their second vaccines. And, you know, if, if, if you want to, if you want to, you know, make it even on them, just don't vaccinate, vaccinate their grandparents. Now your grandparents don't get the COVID vaccine because you dirty bitches decide to go through a drive through dress up as grandma and fucking, you know, milk the system. Good job. Now your grandma is going to die. There is blood on your hands. Uh, we're going to take a break real quick. When we get back, I'm going to address some things that I talked about in the last episode that apparently uh, maybe made some people angry. Um, and I just think that we're not on the same page, you know, and, and that is getting back to the live shows. Um, so real quick, because I worked really hard on this, that sweet ass Anchor FM uh advertisement that we got going on here here's the thing people have also asked me about this is anchor really that great and uh you know the advertisement you're about to hear from me will definitely tell you that anchor is just the shit here is some uh honest to god truth 
for people that are looking to podcast and don't know what platform to go with. Anchor truly is awesome because uh, I'm not good with the whole tech thing. I'm not good with, you know, making a show and posting it on a million different platforms and trying to manage a, a million different platforms. I'm not good with that shit. So Anchor is great because it does all the work for me. It does, you know, the second I'm done recording, I schedule when these episodes come out. It's so simple. It's easy. Um... Here's the thing, though, where people message me because a lot of the thing in the world of podcasting is how do you make money podcasting? And in the ad, you know, of course, we mentioned you can make money. Now, Anchor is good about trying to set you up with um, an advertiser. They try to find you an advertiser. But mostly, you're going to find if you do this that if you can get listener support revenue... That's going to be the majority of your money because what Anchor does is, okay, they'll ask you to record something. You're only going to get, you know, a penny on the fucking play. So, you know, is it as good? Will you make as much money starting off as maybe uh, these ads make you believe? No, but they do give you the potential and an opportunity if you can get a good following where the money could be there eventually. It's not going to just be there overnight. And, you know, unless you have a fucking name that's attached to your podcast. Um, I've been very lucky with this. This is my second, technically my third podcast. So I already have a built-in podcast following a little bit. And then, you know, I get music followers and music supporters and shit that listen to this because of my band. Uh, D&D, just a little plug. Um... But not everybody has that starting off. I'm lucky. So, and I, I definitely realize that. I will be back. And when we get back, we're going to talk about uh, pursuing live shows here within the next couple of weeks. We'll be right back. All right. And we are back. Hope you guys enjoyed that break. I know I sure did. Um. So, before we get... On to the discussion, I guess, of live music. Um, something just popped into my head that I wanted to rant about for a minute. So I think we'll end with getting back to live music. But um, Ted Cruz, man, what a cunt. Can you believe him? Texas, when it is time to uh, re-elect your officials... Please remember the ones that packed their shit and headed to Mexico. Remember, remember, uh, Republicans that we were not supposed to like Mexico anymore. What happened to we want a wall? We want a wall until we goddamn lose power, water, and we need a little bit of food. And then all of a sudden, the rich and the powerful can fly over that wall and, uh, to safety. Their family can have all that they need, you know? The the Cruz family was not going without fucking power and food and everything else like any other Texan. Uh, if you live in Texas, please send me a message. If you and your family um, managed to make it to Mexico and uh, 
were able to be able to take be taken care of there. I'm sure when Ted Cruz goes to Mexico, they roll out the fucking red carpet, and you know this douchebag is to just live it up. Um, you know, I, I, I seen a meme and I don't even know if this is true, but heaven, you know, good God, if it is, you're a piece of shit. But, uh, I seen a thing where, uh, it looked like he might've been taking water from a food bank or, you know, where they handed out food and water and, uh, you know, Hey, I understand Ted, you need water. You need, uh, you need food just like everybody else. But the thing of it is here is after you abandoned the state that you represent, and the people that you are supposed to take care of, you should be the last one that gets water, food, anything else. You already decided that you could go to Mexico, and uh, they'll take care of you there. They'll make sure that your family has everything that you need. And I'm not even trying to put you down. You know what? I get it. You're a dad. You want your kids to, you know be taken care of you want your wife to be taken care of i have the same fears right here in the middle middle of the country uh my family me and my kids lost power our our water froze up everything else because we lost power on one of the coldest fucking days in nebraska uh you know i think we we're like negative 25 that day uh, and then you had the wind to it. it it was brutal i get it you know I didn't even run to the other side of town to my mother's house who had power because I didn't want to leave my dogs behind. But you can leave a whole state of people that you represent that you decided when you took your your, your oath in office that, hey, these are the people I'm going to represent. I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to make sure that their needs are taken care of. And what do you do? You jump on a plane and uh, you're, you're living it up in fucking Cancun like it's spring break. You twat. I'm sick of politicians. Excuse me. My rant is uh, so powerful right now. I needed a drink. Um, I'm sick of politicians dicking people over like this. We want a wall. We need a wall in this country. But the second that we have problems, the rich can leave. The rich have the money to, to afford a plane ticket out of nowhere and say, hey, hey, Texas ain't got no fucking power this weekend. We ain't got no water this weekend. How about we head down to a resort in Mexico? The people uh, that, you know, Ted Cruz and his party have been shitting all over for the last four years. Let's run down to them and have them take care of us. What the fuck? Give me a break. If you're a Republican and you are one of the Republicans who decided to dig their fucking heels into the sand and fight so hard for that wall, you should be the last people running to Mexico in a time of need. I believe that if you're elected official and you leave your state in a time of need... In the middle of an emergency, when people don't have power, food, water, the, the basic necessities to live, you should automatically be impeached when your ass gets back in the fucking country. We start nailing these fucking scumball motherfuckers to the wall, and this shit will stop. The rich and the powerful will stop taking advantage eventually.
But here's the thing. Texas, are you going to reelect him and, and, you know, let him continue to have power in your state and fuck you over? Or is it time? It's just time to vote these people out. We have to get them out. They should not get a say-so in this country anymore. Before I move on to the next subject, just because, you know, hey, the more plays it gets, the more money I make, damn it. Uh, I'm going to play that Anchor FM app, or that Anchor FM app. Go and download that Anchor FM app. That's probably what Anchor wants me to tell you. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of great podcasts for you to check out on there. Uh, They host this one. I'm not even saying this one is good. I'm just saying, hey, it's one of like a few thousand out there on Anchor. So uh, here's the advertisement one more time. And um, when we get back, we're finally going to talk about live music. I know, I've been putting it off. All right, so we are back once again. Thank you for sticking with the show. I appreciate it. Um, So in the last episode... I kind of touched a little bit about me getting my life back to normal, getting back out and uh, performing, um, doing stand-up, trying to get my band uh, gigging and everything again. Got a little bit of, not hate, but, you know, just some people that heard the episode and were like, you know, blah, 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 this and that and this and that. Here's what I have to say. I respect every, everybody's opinion uh, on this matter. There, I have friends who have not slowed their life down one bit. And then I have a lot of friends like myself who have basically stayed at home and have been fucking prisoner to this at-home lifestyle and everything that's come along with it. You know, a lot of things that have come along with it for me or, you know, becoming a teacher for my kids and, uh, trying to learn that, you know, I'm not tech savvy and all that. So, you know, running this, uh, computer app and, um, you know, just playing the fucking teacher role, man. It's, uh, not for me. It might be for people, uh, like you that, you know, are listening to this right now, but for me, myself, not a fan of it. I enjoy the time that I've gotten to spend with my kids through this pandemic. You know, I've, there's a lot of on hands, uh, shit that, you know, I thought before that, you know, it's like, holy fuck. Now we're definitely way on hands with things. Um, like school, you know, I mean, before, you know, I thought, you know, helping my kids with homework was hard. Well, now, uh, now I have a full curriculum that I have to do with them, you know, and everything's changed and it's being stuck at home. Uh, you know, for one, I'm in a business, I'm in the music business, I'm in the comedy business, I'm in a business where you get forgotten about in the, in matters of seconds, you know, you can be, making your way up the fucking ladder and getting your name out there and cruising with momentum. And then out of nowhere, uh, people can forget about you over fucking night. And I'm not saying that that's the case with my band. I'm not saying that's the case with, you know, anything I've done with comedy, but, uh, I'm very lucky for that. I'm very lucky that people haven't forgotten haven't moved away and uh, said, hey, you know what, fucking we're on to something new. 
And that's my fear. You know, that's my fear as an entertainer is, you know, all, all this hard work that I put in and all of the sacrifices that I've made over the last few years that after the end of this, things aren't going to come out and they'll never be the same. I don't fucking want that. I want things to go back to the way that they were before. And that might be, uh, 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 something that's not fucking reasonable that might not be on the table but I'm going to fight for everything that I've ever done here and that is by honestly just getting back out and getting things back to normal the the music business the comedy everything has been back to being green lighted you have tours going on you have tours being booked festivals um, you know, comedy venues are back, um, not at full capacity, but their shows. Hey, you know, I'm not going to bitch. There's shows going on. After a year of living my life and learning about COVID, I think that, you know, anybody that doesn't have their head up their ass definitely has learned to live their life somewhat in this COVID-19 environment. And, uh, you know, we we really didn't have much of a choice. It's either you learn how to live or, you know, what are you going to do? You know, this wasn't anything that anybody could really prepare for. Uh, you know, I just, I thank God that we don't have the toilet paper shortage still happening in the country. I'm just happy there's enough shit rat for everybody. But, you know, I will continue to fight. Uh, to get what I want out of this business because I, uh, I'll be damned if I let something like COVID fucking stop me. And, you know, I'm not a COVID denier. I'm not an anti-masker. I'm not any of this, but I do feel like we are in a part with our society where we should know how to live with this by now. You can't continue to say, Hey, you know, a few more months, a few more months, a few more months turns into another year. And then who knows after that, what are we going to do another year? No, I'm not going to put my life off that fucking far. If that's the case, then I will start to question, you know, what my quality of life is at that point, because I can't continue to do things the way that I've done it. And I'm not trying to put anybody at risk. You know what? When I say I'm going back to performing, that means that I will be performing at venues that I can trust with people I can trust. And um, I, I, I'm not that concerned. You know, at a certain point, if I have to wear a mask, if I have to do this and do that. Now, here's the thing that, that does bother me. Because you know what? I appreciate people that come out to the shows. And I like to meet people. I like to be able to talk to people afterwards. And that is something that is gone for a while. There isn't going to be any meeting and greeting. There isn't going to be hugs and handshakes. Um, it is going to be walking in, doing my time on comedy or music, whatever it is, and getting that time done and going home. And I might not get the satisfaction of being able to shake people's hands and be able to meet them, but I do get the satisfaction of getting back out and doing what I love 
and doing what I bust in my ass. You know, my band, we put out a fucking EP this last year. Um, we haven't even been on a stage yet to perform it. Now, that, that pisses me off. And there's nothing about it that we can do. But we can start getting our lives back now. We can start planning to be able to now to, to get out and to bring these songs in front of people. You know, and actually be able to see some of the payback for the hard work that we've done. And uh, I hope that we can get there. I know that we can get there and be safe. Uh, it does take, you know, the whole team committing to it and saying, hey, these are, you know, our expectations and levels. The other thing that, you know, has really pushed me back into this is not only just looking at the calendar and realizing how long it has been since I've had my life normal, but um, looking at... Uh, Yeah, well, you know, the time thing is is, is pretty important. But um, I've looked and I've seen, you know, the, the other artists that have gone out. There was a whole lot that, uh, in the beginning, there was a lot of people that got COVID trying to go out and perform shows. Now, them numbers have dropped down. It's because people have learned a little bit on how to deal with this. Now, you're always going to have your anti-masker. You're always going to have your uh, anti-COVID believer out there. And that's fine. As long as at the end of the day, you're more intelligent than them people. You don't let them sit at your table. You don't bring them into your fucking world. You'll be okay. You know, but I have watched other people. The point I was trying to make a minute ago. I've watched other people go out and live their life and I have sat back uh, and become a, a, a sitting target with, and I'm not living my life, but I've sat back and I've watched other people say, you know, well, I, you know, I'm not letting these people around. I'm not letting these kind of people around. And then the next thing, you know, I find out that they've been around them kind of people. And then it's, well, okay. So now I'm making all these fucking sacrifices at the end of the day, I don't I don't think it's really worth it because I, I'm making these sacrifices for my band, my comedy, everything to not go and do this right now. But at the same time, I'm, I'm being stuck in a bubble around other people that I question, you know, whether or not, you know, everybody's being honest and truthful about the precautions that they've took. So end of story uh here basically is you know what i i believe that we can all do this if we take care of each other we're smart about it no hugging no handshakes you know i would say a hand job would be all right if you could keep the distance but let's be honest you're probably closer at that point than ever before but I'm going to get back to living my life. You guys do what you want to do. I won't be mad at you either way. And I, uh, please don't be mad at me either. It's just, you know, I've worked very hard and I think that I've made the sacrifice that I could make here. And that sacrifice has come to an end. Um, people might look at that as being selfish. You can have your opinion. I have mine. And, um, you know, we don't have to agree on everything, but um, if you do come out to a live show and you do see us, uh, 
you know, just know that I appreciate you being there. And uh, I'll catch up with you sometime soon, you know. But until this COVID shit is over, like the whole meeting and greeting and all that, it that can't happen. That is where you are going to get COVID. And, you know, that goes against everything that I just said about being intelligent. I think we can do this, damn it. Let's do it. Uh, so anyway, April 20th, I will be back out performing stand-up. I have no music dates yet. We have to get this going as a band, and I believe that we will get to an agreement. But um, April 20th, I am back doing stand-up. So come and see me. Uh, follow me on Danny Whitman on Facebook, uh, my comedy page. You can uh, keep track of all my dates, everything I got coming up. April 20th, like I said, I'll be back. So until then, hey, this has been a rant episode. Um, I don't know who I have on the show this Friday, but yeah, you should check it out because it's always going to be great. The interviews I do here, if you want to know random people, uh, you've never heard an interview done like this. It'll grab you by the hoo-ha. So anyway, I'm going to get off here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, While you were listening to this, I was freezing my balls off in Michigan. I'm the only fucking idiot that goes uh, on vacation to places that are colder than the cold-ass fucking place that I already live in. Uh, Fuck the Midwest, baby. West Coast. I'm coming. Only a few more months of this shit, and I'm out. All right, peace and love, peace and love. It has been another episode. Stay safe.